BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, beautiful human beings of the internet. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and it is 2020. Can I get a hallelujah? What is up, everybody? I feel like my audio sounds weird, but maybe it's just because I haven't heard myself on the mic in a while. I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to feel. I don't know who I am. So it is 2020. It is a brand new year. And let me tell you, I am just so freaking ecstatic that it's a brand new year because I was just, I was fucking over 2019. I'm not going to lie. I I just uploaded a YouTube video where I kind of just like open and honestly talked about how I've been feeling and kind of looking back at 2019 and, you know, setting goals up for the new year. So if you watch that video, first of all, thank you so much because it means a lot to me. And second of all, you should go watch it if you haven't. And third of all, it's going to be kind of the same like mood, because as you know, the mood is usually based on my mood um, until, you know, we get to your mood and then it's my mood and then it's a whole confusing like like just situation anyway so kind of in the same mood of just I'm feeling just super honest but also super motivated and why those two kind of conflict with each other is just kind of because being honest is kind of about admitting that I looked back at 2019 and kind of felt like what the fuck like what did I do with my life and obviously you know when you're watching someone online and everything it can appear that they have all their shit together and that everything's great and dandy and truly that I I just don't think it felt like that and I think that genuinely time flies and you know you look back at the year and all of a sudden it's over and you're like wait what the fuck did I do so that's why I'm kind of really into setting goals for the new year because it's it's just why not set goals where all of a sudden time's gonna fly the next thing you know we're gonna be talking about freaking 2020 and unless I set some goals and actually motivate myself a little bit I'm gonna look back in a year and be like where the fuck did that year go and what was I doing with my life so I'm kind of motivated to be honest and open and also be just the best version of myself and motivate myself to be able to do that so that's kind of like the mood of today going into the new year just knowing that like hey I'm not perfect. I definitely haven't been perfect, but I'm going to try to take these small steps and kind of work on these small skills and tasks that are going to add up to a better version of myself. And it's a lot easier said than done sometimes. Not every moment of every day is like easy like that, but that is kind of what I keep reminding myself. And that's kind of what keeps me going is like, 
being kind to myself and gentle, but also knowing to put myself first. So with my mood, I'm also going to jump into current mood, tell you guys what's been going on, what's up, what's currently happening in the world, aka my world. I was home for two weeks. As you guys know, you heard my last podcast episode where my family came on it. They were driving me absolutely insane. I just like had this idea that I could podcast with other people that have never podcasted before and I didn't realize that it's actually a skill that is acquired okay I was like are you guys insane like you can't talk over each other if you put the mic over there it can still hear you I was just like Jesus I've only been a podcaster for like two weeks and it's not that hard I mean like apparently it is so pat on the back for me for apparently being decent at this um profession because apparently it's not that easy for everyone else and I learned that the hard way with my psycho family but besides that besides the podcast episode I had like a little bit of work to do during the break because I took an extra long break it's the only time of the year where everyone in LA is like vacationing and actually closes the offices down and then you have Hanukkah and you have Christmas so everyone's celebrating like double time and so I always take that opportunity to just kind of get out of the city and spend quality time with my family and it was honestly really great I found myself kind of isolating myself a little bit at the beginning because I was just really in my head and had a lot of anxiety about 2019 and then going into 2020 I just kind of let my body rest and not even just by sleeping just genuinely relaxing like actually relaxing not paying too much attention to my phone reading books watching tv hanging out with my siblings it was really just honestly relaxing and then it became very unrelaxing very quickly when it was time to hang out with my girlfriends. We went to Claudia Ostre's Dirty Jeans tour shout out to Claudia I mean I I've been so excited to get on here and just tell you guys holy 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 shit so many things so many things first of all it is very weird for me being a fan of someone I'm friends with I do not like watching my friends in movies I do not like watching my friends on tv I do not like watching their videos sometimes I don't even watch these motherfuckers with sound on an instagram story okay and it takes a lot for me to actually be like hey I love you in real life but I also love everything you do when I saw Claudia's show I was fucking dying I literally have never been so impressed and I'm literally not just saying this because I'm her friend because I don't I'm not good at lying like I couldn't just lie so sorry the show was absolutely incredible it is a legitimate stand-up show it is legitimate comedy it is absolutely hysterical. I took three of my best girlfriends with me and one of them knows Claudia. The other one is like a little bit of a fan of her and then the other one just kind of is like totally oblivious but she's oblivious to everything. So it was a good kind of like spectrum of how well they know her and her humor and we were all laughing out loud. It was absolutely hysterical. I just, I seriously cannot get over how impressed I was and literally if there was another show I could go to, like I've ever since I watched her show, I was just like, I, I want to see it again. Like, I genuinely want to see it again. It was absolutely hysterical. I think if you guys haven't gone and seen it, I know she still has tickets left to some of the last legs of her, like this tour before it's over. I mean, it is. Just, it was just such a fun experience and also 
just like literally so good and so funny. The place was freaking packed. I had so much chills just like knowing that this girl is like someone I believe in so much and I love so much and then seeing all these other people like come out and support her. I know I'm so corny and rambling on right now, but it was just such an incredible feeling. I just felt so proud and happy for her and just like genuinely happy. It was incredible. And then also I got to meet so many of you guys that are fans of her that now know me from the podcast. And that was just such a cool feeling seeing how we're two girls that love each other have like the same kind of quote unquote fan base in common it was really cool that people who get Claudia also get me and getting to meet you guys like that was just like something I haven't experienced not something I haven't experienced in a very long time it's just a very different experience because usually people just like know me from YouTube and kind of being younger and so there was a lot of people that were either just kind of fans of the podcast or people like YouTube to the podcast so that was just like really really cool it was a great night we went out afterwards and we went to to a karaoke bar which was absolutely hysterical and even my brother was like I'll go karaoke with Claudia again like damn like she's good that was another thing about her show she's so fucking good at singing I told her I was like listen not that you don't sound good at, on the podcast like you you do like when you sing on the podcast like it's good but like holy shit hearing you live like you she was fucking amazing so of course after that all my friends were like shit we have to go out to karaoke with her and I was like eh, eh, yeah but don't worry she's not gonna let you have the mic literally wouldn't let anyone else sing would not let anyone else sing so we had a really really fun time out that night and I, I was a little upset with Claudia because she didn't um, mention on the show how she actually shut off the whole karaoke system and did a toast not to the wild ones but to your girl Lauren Elizabeth right here she did a super drunken speech about how we're sisters and how much she loves me and etc and set etc and I just I told her I was like listen I only speak highly of you on the podcast because it's the only way I'll get you to listen to it so now that you're actually making a speech in front of my friends I feel seen I feel heard and I love you too but now like this is a little much like let's turn the music back on and so that was a really 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 fun night I'm so glad I got to see her over break because you never know when we're gonna see each other because obviously we live on total opposite sides of the country and my friends had just an absolute blast and then the next night we had our secret Santa and it was so much fun because my girlfriends at home are hysterical we were literally once again playing planning on trying to record a podcast episode but it didn't end up working out again but I see these bitches all the time I'll get them on the podcast at some point but after I had that experience with my family not knowing how to podcast I was like I can't do this again for a very long time so I'm going to wait to have you guys on the podcast until I have the bandwidth to put up with you people so at our secret Santa we exchanged like actual good gifts we put a little bit of a bigger budget on it and we actually got each other nice stuff I got the sweetest sweetest present from my friend Anna it was like I literally almost cried she just wrote me the nicest letter and she got me all stuff that had to do with like Chicago and our friendship and stuff like that it was super fun and my group of girlfriends is like super super just weird and silly and not girly and just kind of I don't know, like a bunch of fuck boys, I guess. So of course, after a few glasses of wine, we were talking about like New Year's resolutions and like kind of joking about it. We always used to play this game called Normal Girls and then we would do Normal Girls on the farm. And that is when we would try to have conversations about like what we think normal girls would talk about. So we'd be like on the bus going on our way to like a competition somewhere and we'd be like, okay, let's play Normal Girls on the farm. Okay, hi Sally. So what kind of lip gloss are you using? And we would just see who could go the longest like trying to have a normal girl conversation. So 
So we're not very normal. And I'm not saying like, oh my God, we're so weird. Like we just, we kind of suck. Like we're just like embarrassing and vulgar and just disgusting. So we talked about our New Year's goals and I was like, okay, everyone's wine drunk enough to do something actually productive. And I said, I have an idea. My family does this. I know a lot of people do do this, but my mom thinks she made it up, which is fine with me. I was like, let's all pick a word. And it is a word that encompasses what we want to bring into this year, what we want to focus on, what we just really want to manifest and make the priority and represent the next year of our lives. I was like, let's all go around and pick a word. And I was so impressed and just like, had the best time because everyone actually took it seriously and we don't take anything seriously and we actually all picked these amazing words like focus responsibility growth of course my one friend picked beauty because she literally couldn't take it seriously she was like um mine's beauty I feel like I just need to get like more facials and like work on like being prettier because like I already got really pretty this year but I think I need to get like a little bit prettier and I was like all right you know what at least you tried but my word was self and I I stole it from one of my other family members from the year before, but I just felt like I really related to all of the words that everyone else was saying in my friend group. For instance, like focus was something I really related to. Responsibility was something I really related to. Growth was something I really related to. And at the end of the day, all of those kind of had to do with self, right? I feel like self-care is kind of this, you know, big hype word now that I think maybe gets a little bit overused but I think the meaning of it is so important and I feel like when I look back at 2019 I didn't have any self-care I might have said that I did or I might have taken you know days where I did more so than other days but as a whole I look back just a little bit honestly disappointed in how little I took care of myself and how many excuses I made for myself to not take care of myself and just kind of how much I was on autopilot and just kind of did what I needed to do to get by and just kind of go through the motions. I just honestly found that really disappointing for myself in a way where I feel like I'm in this pivotal time in my life where these are the last like five years of my 20s and who knows what's going to happen when I'm in my 30s and you know maybe have kids or other responsibilities or whatever and it's like if I can't take care of myself now, when am I going to? And I've always kind of felt that in a way where I feel like you always have all these older women telling you to take care of yourselves or learn how to cook and all this stuff. Cause then it's like these like mom bloggers and all this stuff. And I'm like, whatever happened to actually taking care of yourself at like a young age? Like, why do you have to go out and drink and party and be belligerent and broke and just unhappy and depressed because you're in your 20s like why is it just okay but then when you're in your 30s then you really you really got to get your shit together it's like why can't I get my shit together now so I've always really felt that way because even at like 22 years old I was like preferring staying in instead of going out and I was preferring starting to do self-care stuff and I was like I'm not gonna wait till I'm an old lady to like have you know a good lifestyle I don't need to be crazy just because I'm 22 so I feel like I lost a lot of that in me this past year and this year I really want to focus on self as in doing what's best for myself putting myself first making sure I take care of myself before I take care of other people because I'm never going to stop caring about work and I'm never going to stop caring about the other people in my life but I put every single thing in my life before myself for a very long time and I used to be able to get away with it and it's totally caught up to me and I just feel like literally I use this term in my video but I feel like it's gonna be the death of me if I don't take care of myself this year like I 
am like hanging on by a thread. So self is the word for me for 2020. I highly encourage you guys to pick words and to do it with your friends because I think you'd be surprised the conversations you can have with your friends. They're more meaningful. They're more vulnerable. They're actually really, really fun. You have something to hold each other accountable for. And the next year we all get together for Secret Santa. Like now we all have these words to talk about and it's actually really exciting. So it's kind of like how someone says go to workout class with a buddy like do this with a buddy it's actually like not corny and cheesy it's really really fun and it'll just take you out of kind of the normalcy of a friendship and have a more deep meaningful conversation for like a hot second okay guys I want to take a hot second to share one of the sponsors for this week's mood episode especially for the new year actually one of the things that I put on my list that I'll talk to you guys about in a little bit is something that I want to learn figuring out how to learn something new can be a little bit scary you don't really know where to start and that's why Skillshare was the absolute perfect sponsor to come on right at the beginning of the new year because I literally wrote down the things that I need to learn this year You can make 2020 a year where you explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with Skillshare's online classes. What you find just might surprise and inspire you. Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics including illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. So a lot of these things you might be thinking, I want to do something different with my life. I want to try new things. I want to maybe, for instance, since for me, I'm thinking I want to up my content, right? So I literally wrote down that I want to learn different kind of like illustrating and editing and just different kind of things that I can do with my content, whether it's graphic design or web development. Those are all some of the things that they can offer on Skillshare. So a lot of my friends have done photography and different kind of freelancing stuff. And it's really, really easy. It's a huge community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore, real projects to create and the support of fellow creatives Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. And that's one of my friend's words for the year. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life so you can move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold. You can learn and grow with short classes that fit your busy routine, aka me. I cannot see myself going and signing up for a class and sitting in a classroom with a teacher somewhere that I have to drive to. So this is absolutely the perfect solution to help me execute one of my main goals of 2020. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Like you literally can't find a class for that, right? You guys being creative can literally benefit almost everything you do. I don't think there's a single job in the world where you don't have to sometimes think outside the box, whether it's to benefit yourself personally or professionally, no matter what you do, there's something for everyone. I love the personalization of it and the quality of the classes. I'm so excited that I already picked out my classes and to start learning because sometimes I don't know where to start and there are so many things that even just being a content creator, you'd think that I know and I really haven't mastered because I haven't really figured out how to learn them. So I'm legitimately so, so excited to start doing Skillshare. So if you see me putting out fire content with all these new graphics and website stuff, just know it is Skillshare. I didn't teach myself overnight, you guys. That would be impossible. Skillshare is a proud sponsor of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash mood and get two free months of premium membership, you guys. That's insane. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash mood. That's Skillshare.com slash mood 
mood. So yeah, that was honestly one of my favorite parts of break was hanging out with my friends and seeing Claudia and picking those words and then really just relaxing and kind of starting that self journey a little bit early. I one of my New Year's resolutions and I did this in my video and on Instagram as well. I copied Jen Atkins list of like, I want to quit. I want to try. I want to learn. I want to do. It's up on my Instagram, um, Lauren Elizabeth Inc. in the 2020 section highlights. And it's also up on my YouTube in my video. But it's basically this list of things. And one of the things I wanted to obviously do was get a hobby and try new things because I find myself not really leaving the house and not really doing things that are more active and maybe healthier for like my brain in a sense of even though watching TV and relaxing at home is something I love to do it'd be nice to have like an activity or something else to do with my energy that's not just doing a workout class because I feel like I have to be fit so I started that early and I went climbing with my brothers I officially have a weird hobby and I actually really really love it it's definitely gotten more popular especially in LA people love to go climbing so it's not that weird but I feel weird like saying it like hey I'm going climbing I'm what the fuck who am I but I'm really excited about it. And so I just encourage you guys to like do new things, try new things, have these new conversations and start the year off not trying to be funny and be like, yeah, well, fuck New Year's resolutions. It's like, okay, well, don't don't fuck up your year. Just like swallow your pride for a second, make a New Year's goal and then get on with it and go back to like pretending like you don't give a shit about anything. All right. Sometimes, you know what, kids, you just have to look inward and think what makes me a piece of shit? And then you figure out what makes you a piece of shit and you figure out if you're going to change it. And if you can't look inward and think about what makes you a piece of shit, you have chronic narcissism. And for that, I apologize. And I think there are some really good therapy apps out there and you're going to be just fine. But you got to look inward. You got to look inward, motherfuckers. I've been wanting to say this for so long. Every time I think of what I'm going to do for a YouTube video or a podcast, Every single time, I swear to God, I always start out in my head saying, what's up, motherfuckers? Hey, motherfuckers. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't like you guys aren't motherfuckers. I, you're not. So I don't know why in my head I'm always being like addressing you guys as motherfuckers as if A, I'm going to start saying that and B, as if you are motherfuckers. I don't know. It's just it's something that I've always really wanted to get off my chest and say, what's up, motherfuckers? Hey, motherfuckers. OK, I got it out. I got it out. I'm not going to do it again, I swear. But like I'm I'm glad that I finally actually got this out on an outlet and it's not just something that I have to live with in my head all the time. Moving on. I'm finally back in L.A. I'm home. You have no idea, even though going back to Chicago was amazing. Your girl is glad to be back in her orbit. I have full control over this house, over this laundry, over these dishes. This bitch is pristine. We are Gucci. We are living our best lives with our barefoot dream socks and barefoot blankets. I'm wearing my gray sweatpants with my the with my what's it called the tmt sorority sweatshirt although the new year has just begun it is very difficult not to fall in the same routine and this sounds like a fucking ad it's not i'm literally just trying to get a thought out it's really difficult like it's already the second week technically the first week of the new year and i'm already just like falling into old habits here i'm like all right i guess i gotta record a podcast all right i guess i gotta get work done no be a boss bitch be productive make some fucking lists check some stuff off Let's go. That's where I'm at right now. But here's the thing. TV is back in full swing. So now that I have a podcast, I get to say, huh, if I watch TV in the afternoon, that means I'm watching it so I can talk about it on the podcast, which also means 
it's working. So your girl waited to record this podcast till The Bachelor was out. Because like I always say, I've been doing Bachelor recaps since Ben Higgins season. I've obviously never had a podcast to do them on, but I've been started on Snapchat, went over to Instagram story, dabbled around in YouTube. Last year, you know what? Looking back to 2019, another thing. Bachelor wasn't even that good for me last year. So 2020 is the fucking year, okay? We are doing it and we are doing it well. And literally, we are back. We have Bachelor. We have Vanderpump. We have 90 Day Fiance. I started watching a show called Plathville. Don't ask me why, but I can't stop watching it, all right? TLC does something to me. It's a little bit of tender love and care that I need, and it gives it to me. It really does. Do I always consider putting on sister wives? Yes. Will I? No. But am I going to think about it after this? A hundred percent. So jumping right in to current obsessions, we are going to start with obviously The Bachelor because The Bachelor, when it's on, is an obsession. It has actually taken over the entire the past 24 hours of my life because I spent all night thinking about recording it and then turning it on and then when was when were my friends gonna fucking leave my house so I could watch it I literally kicked everyone out of my house last night because by the time everyone was cooking dinner it was 10 p.m and no offense I don't really want to watch The Bachelor with you guys this season I want to watch it by myself and I want to talk to people on the podcast about it I don't I don't need my friends being like is this real who is that whatever no this is my time my word is self okay so get the fuck out of my house leave me by myself and let me watch the bachelor okay and guess what it made me so happy I weirdly am enjoying the season and it's weird because a lot of times when all the girls walk in I start you know thinking of all my jokes wanting to make fun of people in the show and I was like weirdly liking a lot of them and enjoying it and just feeling dare I say happy yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I really like the cast this year. I also really like Peter. I think he's like a really, really good just combination of what did my friend text me? Sexy and cute or whatever from like crazy stupid love. So I'm going to pull up the list really quick just only because I really don't know their names yet. I really don't. Wow, I can't believe it's 2020. It looks so weird on Google. Oh, here we go, baby. So I'm going to jump into my little recap of The Bachelor, but don't worry, that's not my only current obsession. So if you don't watch The Bachelor, honestly, that's a personal problem. Go in. Let me let me start with one of my main takeaways really quick. I, I live in LA and I've always said that I'm kind of like this Midwest girl trying to fake it till I make it in LA. And I, I totally take responsibility for a lot of the trends and the way it's changed me I'm not gonna sit here and be like I haven't changed one bit because I'm from the Midwest what the fuck I don't have an accent that sounds like that I did have a really thick Midwest Midwest accent when I first moved here and people literally used to ask me where I was from and if I was like from Wisconsin or like Indiana or like something like that because I had a horrible accent it's actually gotten a lot worse but I really trained myself out of it when I first moved here but anyway when I watched The Bachelor everyone and their mother is from the south so I always find myself talking with an Alabama accent because everyone on The Bachelor is talking like this because they want to date Peter and they love their family and their parents have been together for 24 years and they just love that love so then I start feeling like I should talk like that but I'm gonna not because then you're gonna unsubscribe so please don't five stars please 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 so what I was saying (laughs) I'm so sorry so what I was saying is I have let LA change me in a lot of ways but one of the main things I haven't done is kind of fall to the trend as much 
as most people that live here of like getting these plastic surgeries. Like for instance, I don't give a rat's ass that I don't have a butt. I literally could care less. I grew up not having a butt. I got made fun of for not having a butt. Never mattered. Okay. I've been pulling my pants up since I was seven because they don't stay on my waist because I have no ass. All right. I literally do not care. And everyone here is getting butt shots, ass shots. I guess the mass shots were rough. Tell that. Okay. I'm not going to say that. Until the Kardashians, I never felt the need to get a butt. I really, really didn't. And I'm so happy that, of course, we're embracing different body types. But at the end of the day, it's not my body type. Therefore, I don't feel the need to go out and get ass shots. So then I'm watching this season of The Bachelor. And, you know, every other every girl here, there's, a, there's a, a clusterfuck of people here that all look identical. And I'm not throwing shade. It's just a matter of fact. And if you have to look in the mirror and figure out if, it, if I'm talking about you, 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 you paid those dollars for those lips, okay? So it's a personal choice. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that I am glad that I just didn't do it because it's trending, right? The only stuff I've done to myself is stuff that I've done to make myself feel my best and little tweaks and whatever. Like, yeah, I've gotten lip injections before, but like not the size of a butt cheek. And like, yeah, I get Botox, but that's honestly because I had a really deep head wrinkle. And once you see yourself with Botox, you can't really go back. It's honestly fabulous. So I'm not sitting here being like, oh, plastic surgery is bad, but I'm watching The Bachelor and there's a lot of girls that look like they have these LA trendy kind of procedures and like work done and like makeup. And I was just sitting there, I was like, oh my God, that that's what it looks like when it's on TV. Like when it's not face tuned on Instagram with a filter, when it's just like real life HD TV, that's what it looks like. And a lot of those girls got sent home and they I couldn't really keep track of which one was which, but I'm just really glad that I didn't get big ass lip injections. I didn't let LA change me. So if I ever have to go on The Bachelor, even though I might think, huh, I I should probably go to the doctor and get some work done because I'm going to be on TV. No, no, no. You don't need to do that because you're beautiful just the way you are. And if you get too much work done, apparently you don't get a rose from Peter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He did it, not me. That's why like the first night, I really don't care what everyone looks like because they're all a glam and, you know, in these really fancy dresses, like they're going to their 70th prom. So I'm kind of just like waiting for to see them in the house. And I'm already seeing some glasses and some messy buns. And like, that's what I'm talking about. Like That's what I like to see. But anyway, so my favorites are pretty much everyone's favorites. I'm literally scrolling on Instagram like, who the fuck is this? Avon Lee? No idea who you are. Fort Worth, Texas. Courtney Perry? No idea who you are. Honestly, everyone's front runner is Hannah Ann Sluss. And I'm not going to lie, the last name Sluss, not the most fortunate, not the worst. That's coming from someone with a 15-letter last name, and that's just one of the names on my ID out of four. But Sluss hmm, sounds a little sus, you know what I mean? But she is just, like, so pretty. I think, like, like actually wow I can't really tell if she looks like a doll or toddlers in Tierra or if she's just really pretty I can't I think I'm just really into her I really like her and so far she's really sweet I really want to see her like let down her guard and kind of be a bitch a little bit but we'll see she's obviously the front runner but she's 22 so I don't think she's gonna win Jade no idea who you are Jasmine no clue Jenna you're cute Katrina, no idea. Kelly Flanagan, another unfortunate last name. Flanagan? Are you Flanagan friggin' kidding me? 
So this girl, at first, I was like, are you pretty? Are you not pretty? I I can't tell. And I'm not saying that I'm just judging on looks. But let's be honest, this guy wants to pipe, all right? So I was just, you know, from an eyeball perspective, I was like, are you pretty? Are you not pretty? Like, I just honestly couldn't tell what her face looked like. There's already so many other faces. Everyone looks the same. And I was just like, which one are you again? And I really, really like this bitch. I really do. She's from Chicago. Wait, is she from Chicago? So she's, yeah, she's from Chicago and I'm from Chicago. And I honestly really, at first when she was like, I work for my dad, I was like, oh God, we have like a, I work for my dad situation, but no, her whole family works together. And then she has like these like handsome older brothers. I don't know. They seem like a really cool family. And I, she seems like she's just really grounded and real. And just like, actually, I feel like she's not going on it to be an influencer, even though I went to her Instagram today to check her stories because I want to see what everyone's up to. You know what I mean? I want to see how everyone's handling night one. I told you this took up 24 hours of my life. And her story was literally so long. I think Instagram probably banned her from posting. I couldn't even get through it. So she's definitely milking it. But I mean, she's excited. She's just a real girl. She's just living in the moment. I don't think it's unfair that she ran into him. I mean, they literally ran into each other and she was already cast on the show. So I so far so good. I really like her. He seems really into her. He seems really into a lot of them. Honestly, he just his dick is so hard right now. Whenever someone says, I'm really close with my family. My parents um, have loved each other for 147 years. He, his dick literally springs right up. And it's like, okay, I get that like a family values and all that stuff is important to you. But Peter, like, God damn, stop falling in love with these girls just because their parents are together. All right. Some of us out here have divorced parents twice. All right. I've gone through two of them. I'm a, I'm a catch. All right. So I'm not projecting my daddy issues over here. I'm just saying like, can you stop getting such a hard on when people say like they value family? Pretty sure everyone besides serial killer killers value family. Like, come on, Peter, get it together. Kelsey, no idea who you are. Kiara, I like your hair color. Kylie, no idea who you are. Lauren Jones, Lexi, but no, Lexi Butcham doesn't exist. She must have gone home last night. Okay, Madison Pruitt. This is something I want to talk about. So Madison is the one that went on the one-on-one date and met his family. And let me just tell you something right now. I love this girl. And she's not my front runner because there's just something I can't get behind with her bangs. And I'm calling them bangs because I want to try not to be mean and say that her hairline goes down a little too far into her forehead. Um, it, 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 it's, listen, if I had that, I would know what to do. I'd put that little volume brush on the Dyson Airwrap and I would make sure I was always blow drying my hair away from my face. That's all I'm saying. She's just, she's blow drying all of her hair to the front of her head. Okay. I can see it. And she also needs a better blow dryer and some hair oil because it's getting frizzy. And it's kind of curling at the root. I know that she has probably naturally, naturally curly hair, but I really just want to help her with her hair really, really, really bad because she's so cute and she's so pretty. She has really good spray tan, even though it's a little dark, but still I digress. I'm just saying her front hairs are very, very much bothering me, but I know how to fix them. It's a quick, easy fix. My girl, Madison Pruitt, Madison Pruitt. That sounds like a Disney pop star name. So she is a freaking gem because I think she handled the first date so well when his family walked in and she was like so excited. She just seemed like not like one of those fake girls that's like sucking up to your family, but like secretly is probably going to hate your mom when you get married. Like she seems so nice, so genuine. My boyfriend's obsessed with her because she won like six basketball champions. He was like, oh, that's my girl that's my girl and I was like um hi I'm right here I'm literally actually your girl but okay like yeah like she's cute like her booty was on fire and that's coming from someone who 
doesn't feel that they need ass shots. I don't feel that I do, but I respect a good bootay when I see one. Like, that was a fire donk, all right? Hold up, hold up, hold up. I just thought of a genius idea. You know what they need in The Bachelor house? Uh, Lola, Lola, have you thought of this yet? Let's throw them in there. Come on, let's go. It's a high, high female environment there, all right? Do you not know what Lola is? This is this is awkward. Let's make it not awkward. Lola is a female-founded feminine care brand offering high-quality period and sexual wellness products made with natural ingredients. I mean, literally imagine if someone just like walked up to Peter out of the limo and was like, here, here are these high-quality period and sexual wellness products with natural ingredients. <laughs> no toxin dyes or synthetic fibers, honey. You guys, it has never been easier to try Lola and switch to natural period products I did I'm obsessed and my period I'm not gonna lie is pretty unpredictable she kind of has a mind of her own and as someone who doesn't leave the house Lola has been the absolute solution for me they offer two trial sets each featuring a mix of assortment of period products made with 100% organic cotton just for five dollars both sets include six compact plastic applicator tampons one light two regular two super and one super plus paired with either two ultra thin liners or two cleansing wipes I'm not gonna lie to you guys I'm a big um cleansing wipe gal I really like um cleansing my body part with wipe I'm just gonna put that out there I'm like a clean freak and I really just like the wipe it really like adds like a special touch I highly recommend when you purchase a trial set you'll be auto subscribed to full boxes of both products starting the following month Lola will send you a reminder email before your subscription officially starts so it's totally risk-free to try the products before even making a monthly commitment but if you're someone that's going on The Bachelor, you're clearly prepared for a commitment. So this should not be hard. Lola believes in total ingredient transparency. Did you know the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products? So most of them don't? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's disgusting. And you're putting it inside your body. Lola makes period products with 100% organic cotton. Most feminine care brands use a mix of like synthetic ingredients in their period products. Some of which include like plastic and rayon and polyester. Like... Ew, ew, ew. So don't forget the subscriptions are totally customizable. You can choose your mix of products and absorbencies down to the exact number of lights super in a box of tampons. It's totally easy to edit your order, change your delivery frequency, skip a month, cancel your subscription at any time. It's literally made by woman for woman. I remember the first time I saw this ad come up on my Instagram and I was automatically hooked. Shout out to whoever filmed that. I remember seeing both of the women and explaining the tampons and just like, mwah. Perfect marketing. I just, I, I truly love this company so much. So if you guys need some period products with natural ingredients, which you do, it's never been easier to try Lola. Get started with a trial set today. You can get 30% off your $5 trial set by going to mylola.com and entering promo code mood to redeem your offer. She's super, super cute. She's gonna need, she's just gonna need my help after the show. That's all I'm saying. She's so cute, pretty, and gorgeous, but I just wanna fix her hair and fix her style and maybe exfoliate her a little bit because she's literally perfect and I can turn her into the top influencer in America. Oh my God, I should start a business. Megan Hops, no idea who you are. McKenna Dorn, you know what we need to do? We need to view her profile because she is apparently a fashion blogger. She is the one with the blonde short hair that looks like the girl that plays the piano from High School Musical. And she, okay, so she's a fashion blogger. Yeah, she definitely uses some presets. Now Instagram's making me log in. Okay, McKenna looks like she has a great, great group of friends on Instagram she definitely has a lot of great editing apps she knows her angles she knows how to soft smile she knows how to face tune that skin is smoothed oh she knows how to be quirky she's putting on a oh my god yeah she's doing a video oh she's doing shoe shots smiling shots oh she posted a mug that says cute but psycho I mean 
That's honestly accurate. Listen, this girl's going to thrive in paradise. She's not going to be the final four. I'm telling you that right now. She's going to make it far. Oh my God. She follows me on Instagram. Fuck. Oh my God. It says follow back. This girl is going to thrive on paradise. She is going to meet the man of her dreams on paradise. I can feel it. She has a long influencer career coming her way. So I'm not worried about her at all. Her Instagram is honestly really good. She doesn't need any help in the style department. Like she's, she's set. This is her big break. Like sometimes I think that I haven't grown on Instagram in a really long time since I posted pictures of me in a bikini in Vegas. And I think that I might just need to go on paradise to shake it up, get some followers. You know what I mean? Oh, the last person I want to talk about is Victoria. Victoria kind of looks like she could be a softcore porn star on Instagram. However, I'm obsessed with her. She's so pretty. She is so cute. Her intro literally was so sweet me and Cameron were both like oh my god I love her she just seems like such a nice 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 girl that like doesn't need as much makeup as she probably like puts on herself but she's so cute she's so sweet I just I really really like her personality and when she's wearing the glasses did anyone else think that was Demi did anyone else think that was Demi from last season literally thought it was her I wouldn't put it past her she'd make a great cameo But I really, really like this Victoria girl. I think she's so, so, oh my God. Like, she's so stunning. I really, really like her. I feel like she reminds me of someone that I'm, like, friends with. But I really know that Hannah Ann's going to make it far. And Kelly's going to make it far. I just, I can't do their names yet, you guys. There's too many of them. I don't know who they are. I don't want to know who they are. I just want to comment on it like they are not real people. Because they're not. They're contestants, okay? Let me live. Then obviously we get some Hannah Brown action, which I was skeptical about. I kind of was just like, oh my God, like she's the one that fucked up. Why does she need to come back? And I saw this post in the Toasters Facebook group that said someone like did the math. Maybe this was on Instagram. I don't know. But someone said they, they did the math. And the night that they were filming that was like the night of a week she was on Dancing with the Stars and got really low scores and it was her birthday and she was having a hard night. So I, I, for some reason, I can't get that out of my head. So I was watching it knowing that like potentially she was just actually having like a shitty day. And I just honestly like I'm not like a huge Hannah Brown like stan or anything like that. But I really, really liked her season. But like I didn't watch her on Dancing with the Stars or anything. I don't really follow her on Instagram. I just like her, but not like I'm obsessed with her. And I just felt so bad for her because even though like what she's been going through since her season is not like a crisis at all it's it's still like such a weird life change and being on tv for so like she's been on tv for like months and months now and I don't know I just feel like she's reached this like kind of crazy height and fame and always being on camera and like knowing that like her decisions like have like this huge impact on people's opinions and I just like actually felt really bad for her I felt like when she was crying it wasn't just crying over Peter I think that she's just genuinely exhausted and like emotionally burnt out so I actually really really felt with her I really don't think she'll stay I think that they just need to like get through this because I think when Peter sees all the other girls he's so excited for potential but then obviously he never had closure with Hannah so I think what they really need is closure and I think they never got that because she said that like he didn't reach out and stuff and I think that there's some really 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 great girls in this group like I actually really love this cast even though half of them look like each other that's fine happens every season like here's the thing you guys she's not gonna stay because there'd be no season like there'd be no season so it's just not gonna happen no matter what then honestly she kind of just like deserves I don't know like she could fake date Sean Mendez or something so he can stop fake dating Camila Cabello you know what I mean like she deserves some new press okay guys one more current obsession for the week is truly in honor 
and a privilege because our last sponsor of today's episode is Scentbird. And if you're a toaster, you know Scentbird. I actually started using Scentbird years ago because they sent me stuff when I was a huge beauty vlogger on the interwebs. JK, I still make YouTube videos, but I have used Semper before. I've worked with them before. I'm absolutely obsessed with their stuff. I've been using it forever. So I love that it's taking the podcast platform by storm. I don't like people that smell and I don't want you to smell bad and I don't want to smell bad. Did you guys know that scent is the most powerful sense you have? A smell can bring on a flood of memories, influence your mood, your mood with Lauren Elizabeth, and of course, enhance your natural style. One time someone told me that I'm a scent seeker and that means that I'm smart when it comes to scents, I guess guess maybe so I've tried a ton of different stuff from Semper because they make it so easy to try out new perfumes you don't have to obviously commit to a whole bottle I just tried the Gucci and the Prada because I was like okay I'm not gonna go buy those things obviously but I really want to try them and see if they make me feel bougie I'm someone who switches up my scents based on like the season based on if it's daytime nighttime date night girls night all that stuff like I told you guys I'm a scent seeker like there is a time and place for every different scent and with Semper they have more than 600 designer brands for you to choose a perfume from each month. So 600, you're going to be just fine. Sembert is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. Choose the perfume you want to try and they'll send you a 30-day supply. Not sure what type of scent you're looking for? Sort and find your new fragrance by brand, style, occasion, season, 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 duh, and more. So usually I always do by brand or by season because I'm super bougie and I care about the brand and season because I'm like in touch with my domestic lifestyle, okay? Plus they have other categories like skincare, wellness, and makeup. They carry brands such as Kopari, Glam Glow, Glow Recipe, Tarte, and so many others. You literally can just throw your scent bird in your bag, make sure you're smelling fine while you get wined and dined all night long on the plane. If you guys have watched any of my like what's in my bag videos or anything, you know there's always scent stuff in there because there is not a time and place where it is okay to to not smell amazing. So I have an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You guys can get 30% off your first month today that's only ten dollars for your first fragrance all you have to do is go to scentbird.com slash mood and use my promo code mood for 30 percent off your first month again that's s-c-e-n-t-b-i-r-d.com slash mood to sign up and use my promo code mood to try your first perfume or cologne for just ten dollars sign on smell amazing So that's my little initial recap from The Bachelor. Obviously, it was mostly just meeting our ladies. And I'm really, really excited to see where the season goes and to see who he ends up with, who blows up on Instagram. And then I'm going to get excited to see The Bachelorette. Like, this is just the most wonderful time of the year because we're getting a whole new long line of Bachelor people. We're getting The Bachelor. Then we're getting The Bachelorette. Then we're getting Paradise. We're getting Coachella. We're getting Stagecoach. We're getting Revolve. We're getting everything. Getting wow that sounded weird so I'm just like really excited to like watch this from a distance I'm not getting involved I don't want to meet any of these people at events in LA thank god I don't leave my house I just want to be able to talk about them as contestants please don't at me this is a safe space my next current obsession is obviously 90 day fiance and if you're not watching I highly recommend tuning in now because shit is once again hitting the fan it's absolutely insane people are flying back to their countries I just have to say If you watch this show, this is the only person I'm going to comment on because it's like the most just thing that struck me the most. Tanya is so annoying. Tanya is the one that's dating Sinjin and she left. So you have 90 days to get married in America before your person has to go back to their country. He's from Australia. He 
comes to America to be with her for 90 days and get married. And she books a trip to Costa Rica for 30 days. So for 30 out of the 90 days, she is physically not even with him. And he is living in the shed in her mom's yard by himself with no friends, with no job in the shed. And this bitch goes to Costa Rica, flirting with other guys, talking about how much she loves going out and dancing and getting drunk. Listen, do your thing. But here's the thing. If your boyfriend or your husband or whoever, and keep in mind, this is the girl that's like begging to start having children and begging to get married. If he asks you, please just let me know that you get home safe. It is not that fucking hard to send a text message to your boyfriend, letting him know you get home safe. He's also not asking that much from you. He's not being overprotective. He's not being controlling. He literally just cares about your safety and just wants to make sure you're fucking alive. She literally wouldn't budge. He was like, please just let me know that you get home safe. Like you don't have to call me when you're out. I'm not going to bother you. I just really will sleep better at night if I just know that you're safe when you're in a different country and you don't know anyone. She's like, I'll, I'll try. I can't promise. I just don't know. I'm, I'm drinking with my girlfriends. I'll try my hardest. It's like he's literally asking you for one thing. He's living in the goddamn shed in your mom's yard and you can't text him. Just like home safe. That's it. That's it. How are you going to like, how are you going to get married if you can't even compromise on a fucking text message that's not asking a lot? I'm sorry. I, I don't know if everyone's going to agree with me on this, but like, I think small amounts of communication are very important and sometimes when it's just a text being like home safe I think that's very reasonable and very important okay I looked for a new episode of 90 day fiance today and there wasn't one I don't know what's going on I don't know if we're on a little bit of a hiatus I really don't know what's going on but I'm excited to see where these couples go and since I didn't have anything to watch yesterday until everything started premiering I was watching Plathville I highly recommend watching that and Pump Rules comes on tonight so I'm really excited for Vanderpump to be back Vanderpump was the first show that I got into on reality television I think it was like maybe Pump Rules and like right after that The Bachelor I just started watching it when I was like 20 so like five years ago um, living with all these girls and it was like a really old season and I just got super into it the main thing that I need to figure out from this season and the only thing getting me to watch this season is knowing that Kristen Doty is not friends with Stassi and everyone and knowing that there's a falling out there because it feels very very real and since it is very real that makes me want to watch it otherwise I really don't know what the season's going to be like I know that they're introducing new characters am I going to care I don't know but I will see tonight. I'm not going to have an update for you guys till next week because it comes on too late tonight for me to get this podcast episode up. But I did watch The Bachelor for you guys. So you're welcome. My throat hurts a lot when I talk. I think that I have nodes. <laughs> okay, my other current obsessions, total opposite end of the spectrum, is actually the opposite of reading. What? God damn it. I spoiled it. I hit the climax before anyone was ready. It's the opposite of TV. It's reading. I know you've probably been hearing a lot of talk about reading for the new year, being smarter, setting your goals. But seriously, like I got this Kindle. I'm not going to lie. Amazon sent it to me and I was so fucking excited. It took me it took me a minute. Like I'm a stubborn piece of shit with anxiety. And it took me a hot second to actually get myself to read on there. But there I was with no book, nothing to read. And I started. And let me just tell you, it's a thoroughly enjoyable experience my favorite part was that 
when I want to read at night, I don't have to keep the motherfucking light on. Hey, so Cameron's going to bed. My mom's going to bed. That makes it sound like me, my mom and Cam sleep together. We don't. But when I'm home, I sleep with my mom. When I'm home in LA, I sleep with Cameron. Don't worry. We're not that weird. Everyone's going to bed. And I'm like, you know what? I have so much anxiety. I can't sleep. Huh? Shocker. I just turn on that Kindle. I turn her on and I read and it's fabulous. Reading makes me fall asleep. Not a lot of things make me fall asleep. It's great. I only read thrillers. I read things about people that kill their husbands. I read this great book called My Lovely Wife that was recommended to me on Instagram by a bunch of you guys. And then I read The Family Upstairs. And that one was really, really good. I finished that one in a couple days. It was a page turner. I could not wait to see what happened next. It was actually really, really intriguing. Intriguing. I felt that My Lovely Wife was a little bit of a slow start. And then like the action really happened in the last 100 pages, if that. So I mean, I don't really know how to tell on the Kindle. The pages are different. I highly, 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 highly recommend getting a Kindle. I have like the super expensive one because Amazon sent it to me. I didn't even know it existed. But I got Claudia a Kindle. Claudia Saluski, not Ashray. I got her a Kindle for Christmas. It was literally 60 bucks. That's like buying like a few books at the bookstore. So I just recommend getting it and just seeing how much you actually read more. If you're just like a small reader, you just read a little bit. Instead of buying a book, buy the Kindle and just see if it makes you read more because it really is making me read a lot more. I had to go and wait in a line for two hours last week to get my new car and I was reading on this thing till I had too much anxiety. I was like, I need to focus. I need to focus. My ADHD is like so bad. I can't really read in public unless I know that like something's not going to happen. But this was a madhouse. I got a new car. It's one of my current obsessions. I got a Tesla and I'm not saying that to brag because it's really not a brag. I just traded in my car. It's no different. Like it's not like I'm financially was like, woo, I have money to spend. Like, nope. It was like my car is breaking down. I'm going to go trade in a car. But I apparently went on the worst day of the year because everyone and their mother was getting a Tesla that night to get the tax refund before the clock struck midnight because I was there on New Year's Eve. And it took four hours to get my car, even though it should have taken 30 minutes. And so I read on my Kindle a little bit. And I really, really like the Tesla. I'm not going to lie. If you are in the market for a new car and Tesla is something you're looking at, it, it gets really easy to drive. It's a little weird at first, but I actually quite enjoy it now. My car smells like new car. It smells very good. I'm also thinking of doing like an, a psycho car tour. I'm also, the, one of the main reasons I was so excited to get my new car, because I told myself I'm very annoying like this. I'm like, when I get a new car, I'm going to get a new car mount and I'm going to start driving with Lauren again. It's one of the most popular series I did on my channel. I did just car videos and I did it years ago and I love vlogging in the car. So I'm going to get a new little thing in the car. And if you're thinking, Lauren, why did you get a Tesla? Is it because your mom has one? No. Is it because your uncle just got one? No. Is it because Claudia has one? No. Is it because you watched David Dobrik vlogs and wanted to be like him? Okay, yeah. Okay, that tracks. That tracks. Listen, it was kind of a turning point for me when I was watching so much David Dobrik and his motherfucking Tesla and I knew that I needed to get a new car. Yeah. I, I thought if David Dobrik has a Tesla, I probably need a Tesla. You know what I mean? That's how you make rational adult decisions with your finances. That 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 is how right no okay but I mean I did really I do really like his videos and I really like the car setup so I think I'm going to start vlogging in the car more and I want to do like a car like tour just showing you how I organize everything because one of my new year's resolutions is keeping really organized and I'm doing a good job so far so I'm just obsessing over organizing I'm obsessed with my kindle I'm obsessed with putting lemon in my water which sounds really fucking stupid and it is but it feels really good it just literally kickstarts your metabolism and it's such a great way to start the morning and then I have magnesium at night and like let me just tell you your digestive system is going to be chef's kiss. 
Like you will, you will be um, on the right track if you know what I'm saying. It's gonna be moving and grooving for you. Get that tummy moving and grooving for the new year. Magnesium and lemon water. Magnesium and lemon water. You can get magnesium in a pill. You can get it in a powder. You can get it however you want. But as long as you take it, moving and grooving, moving and grooving, you're gonna love your life. So much less bloat. So much less stress. Lemon, magnesium. You're welcome. My last current obsession is my 90 day planner. And every time I say 90 day, I want to say 90 day fiance, but I really, really love this planner. I linked it in my YouTube video and on Lauren Elizabeth Inc., but it's by Boss Babe Inc. And it's just actually a really, really good planner. I haven't found a planner in a really long time that I actually like because not a lot of them have a lot of structure. And I feel like since I haven't had a planner in so long, it's actually nice having structure. So it literally gives you like a review of last week. What's upcoming this week? What are your goals for today? What are you grateful for today? What's the timeline? It gives you this whole system of how to like check if things are done, if they got pushed off, if you're deleting them. Like I really, really like this planner. It's actually freaking genius and it has really nice quotes in it and it just makes me feel really productive. Am I going to, am I going to sit here in line? No, I'm not perfect yet. I have all these goals, but I can't physically fit them into one day yet. I'm doing one thing at a time. Not really. I'm just kind of doing things as I go a little bit and I didn't do the planner today. I did it yesterday, but today I did go climbing. So it kind of equals each other out. But I really, really like this planner. So I highly recommend you guys get a great start on your new year. Think of your word. Think of your goals. Make a list. Get a new planner. Drink some lemon water with some magnesium. Make yourself a smoothie. Find a hobby. Get together with your girlfriends and make vision boards. It Just because it's the first week of the new year doesn't mean it's too late. It is just begun. If you want to look back in six months from now and be like, damn, I'm really glad that I like picked that word and like set that goal because like it helped me live a little bit more intently. There you go. If you don't want to look back in six months, then fine. Suit yourself. But I'll be here working on myself for myself by myself. Not with myself with you guys because you're fucking stuck with me okay that's about all I have for you guys this week I just really wanted to kind of catch you up on my new year and talk about the bachelor and I'm really really excited to just go into the new year with this podcast I'm so excited to have some of my friends come on that haven't come on yet we're gonna have so many cool guests I already started booking people but I figured since I've been gone for so long I figured you guys probably really really missed me and just wanted to have some one-on-one time so you know what? I made the sacrifice for you guys. Okay. Here we are. The two best friends that anyone could have. I just imagine you guys watching this in your car. If you're watching it anywhere else, watching it, it's a podcast, Lauren. It's a podcast. They're listening to it. I'm sorry. I'm super, super excited for everything in 2020. I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling honest. And I'm just taking care of myself and in hopes that not only that helps me, but helps me be a better version of myself to make content that's better for you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of Mood this 2020. Make sure you give me five stars on the Apple podcast store because it means a lot to me. And I'm not going to stop asking you until I have five stars. It's rude at this point that I don't. Please make sure to subscribe, send to a friend that loves The Bachelor or that loves TV or that loves setting goals and needs a little positive pep talk. This year is going to be freaking great because I'm going to hold you guys accountable. We're going to stay on our shit. We're always going to have a mix of lifestyle, wellness, taking care of yourself, but being real, down to earth, being our couch potato selves, watching TV and making fun of people on The Bachelor. It's who we are and we're not going to change for anyone. You don't have to be one thing. You can be all of your things and 
I was going to say you'll find love, but like we're not on The Bachelor. We're just talking about it. You know what I mean? Thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Watch good TV. Sending you all good 2020 vibes. Send them around. Thank you. I love you.